We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Tuesday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here today. A couple days away from Thanksgiving, a couple days away from Ole Miss and Mississippi State. 630 Scott Field, Davis Wade Stadium there in Starville on Thursday evening. Lane Kiffin spoke to the media yesterday. I guess interesting press conference. We'll uh, hit some of those things. We'll look at some uh, other football awkward. topics. It was very a little awkward. Awkward yeah. press conference. We've got a uh, reporter versus parent a little bit in a quarterback situation. Got stuff going on today on at the show. A show brought to you by the Oxford Exxon. Remember all podcasts on MPW Digital brought to you by Twisted T. But the Oxford Exxon... Today's kind of the last day. Look, if you don't know what you're doing with the turkey, you're probably already screwed over anyway. So let them smoke it for you. They will help you out. And you got to you got to get a thawed one. It's got to be thawed. Can't be frozen. They can't fix that problem for you. It is too late. You're done. You're gonna have to just buy a butterball breast or something at the grocery store at this point. You can still thaw one in cold water. Probably. You can. Yeah. You've done that. I mean, it's been done. Yeah. So you're not doing it correctly, but it's done fine. It's, it will be fine. It won't take. You won't. Have, you don't have time to brine it. Right. You have sacrificed the brine at this point if you're not I will thawed. Be, I will be starting my brine today. Yeah. So, anyway. Oxford Exxon. Any Sweet Daddy's location, they will smoke your turkey for you. you got to pick it up, though, by the end of the day tomorrow. So, again, today, get on it. Get it there. They'll smoke it. Put your name on it. That's needed because when it goes into the big smoker, they need to know whose is whose. They don't need to just give everybody whatever turkey they pull out. That would be chaos and a problem. So those are the ways to do it. Also, uh, look, you're going to be allowed around a lot of family. You're going to need the beer cave. You're going to need some alcohol this week. Good chance to head on over to the Oxford Exxon and take care of that 34 degrees, the goodness that awaits you there to pick up all your alcoholic beverage needs at the Blue Sky location here in Oxford. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Uh, call that <clears throat> call that number. Ask for uh, Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product lo- they're looking for. You're looking for. They'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote, and uh, the rest is up to you. You can uh, shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. Six six two two five seven nineteen hundred. Guests join on the Campbell Clinic 
hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, South, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102. Just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To uh, book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-in is always welcome at the Campbell Clinic Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. We'll have a post-game show on Thursday evening. It's brought to you by Dead Soxie. They're having the winter sales event 2023. Buy more, save more. The more you spend, the more you save. So stock up on gifts, stocking stuffers, and uh, get something for yourself as well. 25% off any order, 30% off any order of $120 or more, 40% off any order of $240 or more. It's deadsoxy.com, promo code rebelgrove at checkout to take advantage of this holiday season. I'll have a post-game column on Thursday night as well. That's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at tmhomes.com or 662-567-2573. You don't have to give them away, but do you already know the general themes of a win or a loss column on Thursday night? Um, no. Okay. A little. I mean, kind of a little bit on, on on a win. A loss is, in my mind, a loss is pretty rough. You didn't capitalize. You didn't. You did it. Take again. advantage of you the did opportunity. It again. You did it again. It was right there, and Oops, you did it again. You did it again. The column that no one would read. You gonna read the Britney biography? Yeah. I mean, you literally could just start writing jumble after the second paragraph, <laughs> and nobody would ever notice. Just find a Mad Lib and fill it in I from, mean, from an old something, and go, "Hey, you yeah. can just start typing." These are words. These are words. These are words. I don't think anybody would notice. Be the most depressed nine and three imaginable. It would take a minute for people to get over that one. Nine and three wouldn't feel like preseason. Hey, you're going nine and three, but no questions. Yeah, that's why I had people push back on Saturday. I'm like, wait, you don't think it's critical? Lose it and tell me it wasn't critical. And then the, the response was, well, we're not going to lose it. I'm like, well, that's my point. I don't know. As it gets close, there's something to be a little more nervousness. A little more, oh, what what, what if? Oh, 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 what about this? What about that? But why? The, you're the better team. Because it's a rivalry. We throw out the record books. No, you don't. <laughs> Tennessee and Vanderbilt's a rivalry. We're throwing out that record book this weekend? No, they're going to beat the hell out of them. I mean, are we? No. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Alabama and Auburn, big rivalry. I've covered it. It's a big rivalry. You want to throw the record books out this weekend and take the Tigers? I don't, know. Arizona, Arizona State, big rivalry. You want to take the Sun Devils? Just because we're throwing out the record books? No. Cowboys, Giants, big rivalry. Pro sports. Giants were a 16 and a half point dog. We didn't throw the record books out. Cowboys covered. It's just words. Yeah, there's some emotion. If State wins, it won't be because they're the rival. It because Ole Miss didn't tackle. It'd be because Ole Miss and didn't, didn't block. Ole Miss didn't execute. 
And we're yes. bad up. We're bad up front. Kept them in the game. Made yeah. mistakes. Yeah. Dropped some passes. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah, it's not going to be about the two times they've lost the state in games they really didn't need to lose last year and then two thousand nine, they collapsed in the second half from an efficiency and execution standpoint. Both those games. Yeah. In two thousand nine, Shea Hodge had that crazy catch in the end zone and they were ahead and then it all fell the hell apart. Yeah, they that that team was flat. They they'd spent it all the week before. They were out of they were out. And and I do think, I mean, I, I don't consume it necessarily. I do think what Grind's saying, though, like the, the, the state media is doing this, you can save the entire season with a win. I think that is starting to permeate some Ole Miss fans' brains a little bit just because it's so whatever. They got to keep the bowl streak alive. You got to get all this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I just don't just don't buy it. <clears throat> There's a reason they're a double digit favorite on the road. On the road. In a rivalry game. Ole Miss quarter well yeah cuz Vegas isn't going, "Hey, what? You know what? It's a rivalry game, so two and a half." <laughs> no. Two and a half. <laughs> well, and so there's your there's I think that that's your best example. If yeah. if the whole rivalry thing were as legitimate as we all try to make it, Vegas would be like, "All right, look, it's a rivalry game." Pick them. Throw out everything. Vegas doesn't throw everything out. No, they opened it at 14 and a half. Yeah. And that number felt big. Yeah, and it came down. And so some people took state and a lot of points. And so the number slid down to where it's kind of settled at about 12. Yeah, 11 and a half, 12. Been on your boat. Ole Miss quarterback health, obviously a big uh, storyline heading into the game. Jackson Dart on Saturday said, I'm good, I believe was the direct quote to that um, failing to disclose anywhere that he might have been feeling any pain or discomfort at all and just said he's good. Yes. Chris Lowe, who has been – it's an interesting thing. Uh, all season he has had Ole Miss injury reports leading up to games, and he has been incorrect every time, and the insider knowledge would indicate that Lane Kiffin is his source every time. So I don't understand why he keeps falling down this trap or this path. Maybe he is getting something in return. I have no idea, but it is confusing to me at this point. It has happened twice earlier in the year. And then yesterday he, uh, he tweets seven thirty six last night worth keeping an eye on Ole Miss quarterback, Jackson Dart, who was banged up in last week's game and didn't practice Monday with a short week. Rebels will have a better feel for how healthy he is closer to Thursday's game at Mississippi state. Brandon Dart, the father of Jackson Dart, he came in, quote tweeted it four hours ago, so sometime around 2 a.m. Utah time, but I, he's in Oxford, so 4 a.m., 4.30. He's 100, probably gets so very early. That's weird. I was at practice and can confirm Jackson taking his regular reps. Carry on. There's no need to wait. So there's that from uh, the father of one Jackson Dart this morning again. I don't know, sometime around 4.30 this morning. Um, Jackson was healthy as of last evening. Yes. Yes. I mean, there were some that were questioning whether he was going to be standing upright last week heading into ULM, and he was coaching flag football with Quinshawn, playing around, picking kids up, throwing – like, he's, he's fine. Yes. I mean, he, he's in the 12th game of a SEC season. He's got some bumps and bruises, and he's not 100%. Very few are. But he's all right. Right. Yeah, he's 
Be healthy okay. is a different relative t- take in November of an SEC football yeah, season. I, I don't know why uh, Lane does this game. I guess because he wants State to spend some time preparing for Spencer Sanders, which I would think would look pretty similar to what Dart does. I guess that's where this is, but it just feels like silliness. In our stream, King J. If State wins, that's 14 straight bowls. That's third behind Georgia and Alabama in the SEC. Congratulations. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Good deal. You get a banner for that? I mean, what, what, what happens? I mean, if you want to, put a, ba- put a banner up wherever you want to put a banner up. That's true. Up for. You can put a banner up for Absolutely. damn near anything. I mean, anything. Whatever you want to do, it's fine. If you want to put a banner up that says, uh, what was the bowl they went to? The Armed Forces Bowl champ? Go for it. That's cool. It's your stadium. Do what you want to do. I'm not judging. You want to put up a banner that says 14 straight bowls? Cool. No, no, you do you. Have at it. Live your truth. That's fine. Absolutely. Eat what you want to eat. Do what you want to do. 100%. Live and let live. You want to hang a banner, hang a banner. You want to, When you go to the wine store, if, if, if you want to get the $6 Riesling, do it. If you like Moscato, drink Moscato. It's not for me to judge. The pink Chardonnay, what's it called? The what? Like the pink, like the the little pink Chardonnay, the pink. If you want to get that stuff, have at it, man. Rock on. You won't have to worry about me taking any of it. No, no, no. It's fine. You're good. If that makes you happy, have at it. Go to the bottom chef for the bourbon thing and get some fighting cock. That's fine. Absolutely. Whatever you want. Whatever. If that's. Rock, if that makes you happy, do it. If celebrating 13 straight bowls hadn't going for 14 gets you stirred up, then hey, do you. I did see, see some state folks talking about our boy Dave Doran this morning. It'd be a hell of a hire for the Bulldogs. Yeah. Developer. I mean, it, it seriously, it, be it hell really of a would. Yeah, I, I would commend them. A lot, of, a lot of stability on that if you were able to pull that off. Stella Rose. Yeah, that's one of them. I've seen that before. If that, hey, if that. What the hell is Stella Rose? It's, it's a wine that it, it's, you can buy it at the grocery store. You can, like, buy, you can literally buy it at Kroger. So like a Boone's Farm kind of deal? That's be, like a wine cooler, though. That'd be my guess, is that it's something in that vernacular, that, that family, that, All right. that, that discipline. All right. Sure. Fine. I mean, I'm not even going to talk about hey, you, a couple of those were five and sevens. I'm, I'm not. Do your thing. Whatever, <clears throat> whatever makes you go. I mean, it is a true statement. You've been to the bowl games. You played in the bowl games. They put a patch that said bowl on it. Absolutely. If that is sufficient, and frankly, a couple times that the streak has been could have been ended. Ole Miss has lost the game mm-hmm. when you could have just put the whole thing out of this misery. Sure. 100%. And I guess another chance now, although I don't know how all this APR crap works. Maybe they still go to a bowl at five and seven. Maybe I, so. I, I don't know. Maybe so. But they can win the game and head to the Liberty or the Birmingham Bowl or whatever and have a grand time. I like Dave Doran because NC State doesn't have a lot of resources and he wins seven to nine games a year. That's why I like Dave Doran. I don't know how he does it. I don't really care. I've never looked into it. That's why I like him. 
I remember looking into it at one point. He wins. But it was a while back. But I mean, at this point, he, he wins above what you should be winning there. Period. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know nothing else. I, yeah, I got no idea on the North Carolina State NIL situation. No clue. I would guess it's not great. Somebody pointed this out to us yesterday, and I, I look. I'm all for it. I'll be much. Hap- I'll be happy next year. We're gonna have a hell of a time talking about it if Ole Miss is in this situation. But the angst that would be going on right now with a 12 team playoff that Ole Miss would potentially be destined for the first spot out, yeah, because the group of five gets a spot. Look, when you- they probably have a better resume than Missouri, and Missouri's four spots ahead of them in the rankings. I'm glad that I'm. I'm glad that I'm ahead of this. This giving the group of five an automatic qualifier is so bad, it is so stupid, and it is destined for disaster. So I'm glad we can talk about it now when it doesn't get a bunch of emotion because this isn't a 12... doesn't matter yet. Right. So we're not going to artificially create the angst. It's the what if. Yes. But we would spend today going, hold on a minute, here's this resume, here's this resume, here's this resume. Now... Are we doing recency bias? Are we doing game control? Are we doing actual wins losses? Well, what the, are we doing? The truth is, is that Ole Miss, Missouri, and Penn State are all significantly better than whatever group of five team is out there, and we would be doing the infighting SEC thing instead of doing the reality, which is you're not good enough, group of five, to play in this deal. This is not the NCAA basketball tournament where we have one shining moment. This is this is a football playoffs. You want the best teams. Yeah, it's a it, it's a ten and two resume with the two losses being the two division champions on the road. Yes, it's why yesterday someone said, "Well, there can't be four SEC teams in the Access Bowls," and I said, "Why not?" There have been before. I was like, "Why not?" And he looked at me like, "Well, but but I was like, why? If we're a twelve team playoff and five SEC teams make it, are you are you going to be floored? No. Well, what's the What's the effing difference? But look, I mean, Tulane was cute last year, but they didn't belong. SMU, Tulane, they don't belong this year. That's that's been proven. So stop. But we need to stop that. That's that's a mistake. That's a well. Let's give one to the little guy. Why? Why? And they you- got ammunition. It said here because Tulane won a game last year. Cool. Awesome. Neat story. But but that gave that extra. Credence, if you will. And it turns out that there were some signs of trouble at USC. Just take take the winner of the SEC, the winner of the Big Ten, the winner of the ACC, and the winner of the Big 12. Four automatic bids. That's fine. And then eight at largest. And then the next best eight teams. Whatever they hold their wrong. If there are five of them in the Big Ten, Great. If there are four of them in the SEC, great. If there's six in the SEC, if there are five in the ACC on one weird year, awesome. Put them in. Have the tournament. Yeah, we don't lose our minds if there's four SEC teams in the College World Series. We frankly expect it. Of course. No one loses their mind in the NCAA tournament if out of the Elite Eight, there's six in the ACC. You go, oh, pretty good at basketball league. No one says anything. If the final four ends up being three ACC teams and a Big 12 team, nobody goes, oh, this is a travesty. No, it's just a tournament. Hit a tournament. That's who won. Play the music. I still I still think I'm right. If Ole Miss wins this game on Saturday, I think it's the best regular season since 1962. 
Yeah, you're more of a historian. Well, I mean, modern era, guy. forget back. I'm just, I'm, I'm just picking a point. Like, I, I don't know how to compare it to a 10-0 and 0 season and whatever, but... Yeah. It's a more impressive season than two years ago. Yes. And it's a more impressive season than 15, 14, and 8. And 3. Yeah, because 3, they lost to Memphis and Tech. Yeah. They lost three games. They went 7-1 in the SEC. Yeah, and did a hell in of a 2008, job. they lost to Vanderbilt and South Carolina at home. Yes. That's out. What was the other one? 14. They got beat 30 to nothing in Fayetteville. Yeah, that's out. And 15. They lost to Memphis. Yeah, they blew it. And lost to Arkansas at home on the crazy-ass game. But blew it. Yeah, for sure. But see, I, I don't agree. See, he was only the best regular season. He'd make a New Year's six. No, it's no, not. No, 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 no. You can't control that. No. You can only control the 12 games you played. Yeah, no, this would be a better regular season than, than the ones you just named. They lost at Alabama, and they lost to a Georgia team that hasn't lost in like 7,000 years. On paper, it's the best regular season since integration. Yeah, probably so. Again, yeah, I'm, I, I don't. I, I don't know about. The I'm seven. only creating a dividing line yes. to avoid the conversation. I don't know anything about the 1966 team, or the 1976 team, or for that matter, <laughs> the 1986 team. Well, I can promise it was better than 1986 team. I'm, I'm sure about that. So yeah, agreed, hundred percent. Yeah, you can't control if you end up in the Citrus Bowl. That's not my point. And there's nothing wrong with the damn Citrus Bowl. It's not a playoff this year. Going to the Fiesta Bowl while cool doesn't represent a playoff. There is you're not making the playoffs. Missouri's not making the playoffs. Penn State's not making the playoffs, and Tulane and SMU aren't making the playoffs. So it's 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 you're not going to the playoffs. So don't worry about it. I promise you, if you go 11-2 and two beating Iowa or whoever in the Citrus Bowl, you're going to start next season ranked somewhere around 10 in a 12-team playoff where all you'll have to do is take care of your business. And next year, you don't play Alabama. You play Georgia. But you play them at home. Yeah. And you play Oklahoma at home instead of Alabama. And you get Carolina a, and you get Kentucky. Those are good trades. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't get Vanderbilt, but just go beat South Carolina and shut up. Yeah, of course. You don't play a and It was going to be talented, if nothing else. I mean, it might yeah. be a complete dumpster fire. but Well, I mean, Ole Miss has gotten to play Vanderbilt like every year for 400 years. It's time for someone else to get their turn. I mean, in fairness. It's the nation's best robbery. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> they should have steered into that a lot earlier. <laughs> they waited a long <laughs> Wait until it was way too convenient to go, hey, that's a pretty big rivalry. You can't now. pick that one up last minute and go, hey, yeah. we the damn doors, that gets our juices flowing, guys. Like that. Yeah, I, I just I mean, I understand what you're saying. I just don't agree. if if Ole Miss is ten and two and they win the Citrus Bowl and they go eleven and two, they're gonna be ranked like seventh in the country to start next season. With yes. Judkins back and Dart back and 100%. Kiffin and hundred percent. The preseason bowl, guys, it, it, it's not the Citrus is as good. It's that it doesn't matter. Does, not even a little. It's not that it's, it's good. That's not the point. It's just they're not going to go, hey, we're not going to rank Ole Miss as high in the preseason because they went to the Citrus instead of the Cotton last nope. year. Nope. They'll see 11-2. and two. Darts back. Darts back. Judkins, Judkins back, back. And I'm they sure like they're going to bring 400 guys out of the portal. And <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's the point. It's not that the Citrus. Now, look. If Ole Miss ends up in the Citrus Bowl, they probably end up in a worse bowl than they deserve. 
That also has no bearing on 2024. Both things. Yes, of course. Two things can be true at the same time. And again. And look, I would, because look, here's the deal. I still think SMU might beat Tulane. I'd much rather cover Ole Miss, Iowa, and the Citrus than SMU, Ole Miss, and the Cotton. Yeah. I'd much rather go do the Iowa thing than this SMU thing. But what I was going to say was, I know the rankings are coming out tonight. There's another set of games to play. You don't know what's going to happen on Thursday. You don't know what's going to happen on Friday. Who knows? Maybe maybe Arkansas will play one of these super-inspired, the pressures-off-of-us games. These things do have a tendency to take care of themselves. Yes. Win, win your game, sit back on Saturday with some popcorn and a bourbon, and just see what happens. Yeah. Win, Friday, too. Win on Thursday. Turn on CBS on Friday at 3 and see if Arkansas catches lightning in a bottle. And they've, worst case scenario, you're 10 and freaking 2. They've got some injuries, but they've alleviated the coaching thing. He's going to come back. They are, according to sources, they have come into a pretty decent sum of NIL money. There's some optimism there. Maybe they'll just play a really good game. Is it inviolable? Yeah. Senior day. Sometimes that you matter get, sometimes. It mattered last year. They played out of their minds for a half on senior day. Ole Miss people probably remember it. Is KJ going through senior day? I do not know. I would assume, although there starting to be some rumblings that he'll be back. Some coaches don't allow their guys with any eligibility to do that, so I didn't know what Pittman's. I don't know. Kiffin told them all to go ahead and do it if they wanted to. Yeah, whatever. You can do it again. Nobody pays attention anyway. Mike bothers me when he doesn't allow that on the baseball field. It's like you he's going to be like a first-round pick. Let him go through senior day. What are we doing? Yeah. Jacob didn't get to go through. He did not. No, Mike's against it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like, come on. (laughs) Even the Senior Bowl is now letting juniors come play in the Senior Bowl. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, we'll continue the conversation second. First, you're ready to elevate your college football game day experience. Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. It's unlike any hard beverage you've had before. Real brewed tea, packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. Don't settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching in a bar, or hosting friends at home. It's there to elevate your game day experience, perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? Or accounts should you pull from first? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with the personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. You can uh, meet at his office in Collierville, or you can Zoom from anywhere. So schedule a free discovery meeting. See what he can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or uh, the surrounding areas, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just a dollar. That's right. Every item starts at just one dollar, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. Uh, it's in Nashville, Memphis, and other locations coming soon. So don't miss out. The College Corner uh, has a location in Oxford now, right 
off Sisk Avenue in the Oxford Commons, two locations in the Jackson area. You can also do some shopping at collegecornerstore.com. Um, again, collegecornerstore.com, some of the best Rebel gear you will find. Uh, Scott and the people there do a great job. So either go see them in person or check them out online. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle, Pinnacle Home to the Pinnacle 401k Advisory Services Team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. And uh, we're brought to you by Regency Travel, John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you options that you're going to have a difficult time finding on your own. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or J Edwards at regencytravel.net. Did you miss out on getting a pair of the custom air and shoes from the Grove Collective? Here's your chance to do one better. Style Assembly at Women's Boutique on the Square is partnered with the Collective to offer a pair signed by Lane himself. You can earn to win two different ways. You can go to shopstyleassembly.com, purchase a raffle ticket for $25, or make any purchase on the site or in the store, including gift cards. Each ticket and purchase counts as an entry, and there are no restrictions on entries. 100% of the raffle ticket sales plus 10% of all regular merchandise sales will be given directly to the Grove Collective. You can also use code RG15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. Enjoy free shipping on orders over $150. Discount cannot be applied to raffle tickets, so knock out some holiday shopping and support the NIL efforts at shopstyleassembly.com or at 203 North Lamar in Oxford. Ask for Kate, and she will help you out. We good on the Wi-Fi over there? getting an error code on the stream just let's see signature that's all uh no we're good okay still appears to be good all right uh all right sorry just the wi-fi scared me for a second there i was looking at it yesterday kiffin again gave his press conference we'll get into that although there was really no news whatsoever um, there was just a forced narrative Kind of two. Um, one, not forced narratives. The one bit of actual, I guess, news was he reiterated that he expects Jaden Williams to be back on Thursday night. Yes. He was asked about the offensive line at the end of the press conference and said that uh, he does believe there will be reinforcements. He was clearly speaking to Jaden Williams because Michael Pettis is out. So that yes. would have to be what that was in Kiffin parlance. Um, a lot of rivalry questions, a lot of emotion questions regarding the rivalry. Kiffin does not. Um, he gave an opening statement that very clearly said, fellas, it's just a game, and I'm worried about the schedule. I'm very worried about the schedule. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm obs- obsessed with the schedule. Exactly. Now, you're going to ask me questions about other things, and I'm going to tell you that I'm concerned about the schedule. He got what he wanted. The 11 o'clock game. He's acknowledging mm. it changes tons of things. Why do you think he's so obsessed with the schedule? Because he hates it. He's just annoyed in general. I think he's trying to make the point that this is dumb and we shouldn't do this. Okay. Play on Friday or play on Saturday. But playing on Thursday is a bit much. You're the SEC. You're not the MAC. Act like it. I think Texas A&M and Texas are going to get this time slot moving forward. Then they should have a bye week the week before. Oh. Why is this game on Thursday? You don't put LSU Alabama on Thursday. So, I, so back in the day, right? This was well. We're going to be the showcase. We're going to get the the nation after they they they're, they're in their trip to fan coma and they they've had their pumpkin pie and 
They're, they're on their second bourbon. They're going to kick back, loosen the belt, and they're going to turn this on. Yeah, sure. But, cool. In 1998. But that's no longer the case. Yeah. Now they're going to turn on whoever. It's the 49ers and the Seahawks. And I know people go, I don't care about that. But nationally, more people are going to watch the NFL game than they are a college game. Period. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. Because it's an NFL game. Because it's the NFL. You want to watch what happens on, on Friday? The Arkansas-Missouri ratings, which in past have been really good ratings, they're going to fall off the cliff this year. Not because Arkansas sucks or because Missouri's whatever, because the NFL's putting a game up against it. Mm-hmm. You don't beat the NFL. Move it to Friday. Move it to Saturday, like normal people. That's what he's saying. Yeah, it was a popular understanding thing back in the day. I get why they did it to begin with. I don't know what year it started. Sometime around 97, 98. Something like that. But it was on ESPN, and it was the national game. And they'd have mm-hmm. a big fight before the game, and everybody would talk about it, and you'd kick off after a, a week of, I mean, a day of spending with your family. You were kind of ready to watch a fight. And there it was. We said it kind of became, it became a sideshow, though. Mm-hmm. It, it became for ways that were not positive ways. Hey, Ole Miss and State are going to do this and blah, 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 blah. It's like. It, that's, just move the game. He's frustrated about it. He kept talking about it because he, he hates it. He's probably mad that I didn't say, Lane, if it were up to you, this game would not be on Thursday, right? You'd move it to Saturdays? Well, I mean, I think you didn't ask because that would be a very obvious question. He was. I felt like he'd already answered it. Yeah. He was very much saying that. And then he would he, he entertained zero, hey, this is a really intense emotional rivalry game, right? I mean, he had been, hey, yeah, we all knew everybody kind of hates each other, but we, we guys got to win a game. Let's play. Yeah. He's trying to keep his guys to go, no, it's just an opponent. Go play the game. Go win the game, and can we all move on with our lives? Well, pro mindset. They talk about pro mindset. It's not just words. And if you start doing stuff like this, then it becomes just words. Yeah, because he points out, hey, you can be too geeked. Start doing dumb stuff. Of we course. don't want to do dumb stuff. No, I just want to play. Be the better team. Win the game. Execute. Get out of there. Go home. They were the better team in 2021. They won the game. Yeah. They were the better team last year, but they were, for whatever reason, just completely flat and demoralized. They had a weird and, second half. Well, they were tired. They they ran up at halftime. They did the whole fire extinguisher thing, and it seemed like it was going to be, kind of become a rout, and then they just quit. They yeah. quit, but they lost all energy at that point. 98 snaps in Fayetteville five days earlier at night, flying back. And, you know, when you – I don't know about you. Like, I can remember driving back from Baton Rouge to Oxford. I covered a LSU Ole Miss game. I want to say kicked at 8 p.m. And I got out of Baton Rouge like 12.30, 1 o'clock. Drove back to Oxford. I remember this. Yeah. Was practically unconscious. Pulled into the driveway and was awake. Took me two hours to go to sleep. And then I slept three hours. Slept from like 8 till 11. So that probably happened in general to the Ole Miss football team last year. They flew to Tupelo. Bus to Oxford. I'm sure people were taking little naps like that, but then you you get in your car and you drive to your house or your apartment or whatever, and you get out and you have to open it and you have to go in and turn lights on and you're awake. Probably need a minute. Yeah, you're awake. Maybe you're kind of hungry. Eat a little something. Maybe you decide to take a shower, and then you lay down and it's bright outside. 
So you don't sleep. So you sleep a little and you get up and you got practice and meetings and stuff. And before you know it, it's Monday afternoon and you're exhausted. And they showed. It showed on Thursday. He, it, it's not what they do all year. He hates it. Mac Attack, thanks for Super Chats. As Tom Brady said, the NFL product is bad compared to what it was. Your thoughts? Is there a path to a better product again? Quarterback play does not look as good. Again, it could be a lot of reasons. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, Offensive line play is not as good. Defensive which, line which, play is better. Which affects quarterbacks. It's all connected. Um, and frankly, there's a level of parity that makes the games look almost exactly the same no matter who's playing. Yeah. Which can get boring. Can. Sure. There's a lack of identity with very many teams. Everybody kind of looks the same. I think, I mean, look, I'd love to have the NFL's problems. But if you're in the boardroom going, okay, what do we like? What 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 is the potential issue here? I think that's it. I just don't think there's enough difference. There's no not a lot of variability. It's yeah. just it's just kind of what they are I'll right buy now. I buy that. But like last night was incredibly entertaining, and I get it maybe it was two best teams in the league. But I mean, hell of a football game. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I actually don't agree with Brady. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not. I'm not saying he's wrong. But I think the NFL product's still really good. I think he's doing some of that back in my day stuff already. Oh, a little bit. Mahomes, Hurts, they're both really good. That was a really good game last night. I mean, speaking of, yeah, you're right, Joseph. I mean, the the Thursday night games are not well played. Mm -mm. It's too quick of a turnaround. Players don't look, they don't look ready. Cincinnati, Baltimore on Thursday, you could argue that you jeopardize players' health. I don't think it's an argument. I think it's true. You, you know, fall a little bit in technique. You fall a little bit in fundamentals. It doesn't take a lot. So no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I think the Thursday night stuff is a bad idea. I've said it for a while, so there. I'm kind of completely sold on it now. He hates it. Do some of these MAC teams have Saturday Tuesday turnarounds? No. Okay. But they'll play on Tuesday and then they won't play again until the next Tuesday. Right. Or the yeah, next yeah, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, they get set on weeks. I yeah. understand that. You know, you wouldn't. It just doesn't make sense. So, anyway, the game's going to get played on Thursday night. People, apparently, state loves it. State wants to continue the Thanksgiving thing. That's what I've heard. I don't know if it's true or not. But I've, I've heard from reliable people that. And, and I think his press conference yesterday bore it out that Kiffin would like it to move, would love for it to move at least 24 hours. I, am I correct on that in the stream? Is there one more year on this contract? For some reason, I thought there, were, there was one more year. For some reason, I think that's right, but I'm not positive. I know there's one more year on the Arlington game, Arkansas, oh, really? Texas A&M, and apparently they have been told that that's not getting renewed. They're going to move that game to their campuses. That's what I've heard. Don't know if it's true or not. Do they want to do that? I would think so. I would think both teams want. I mean, who wants to give up? a Every every year, one of them's giving up an SEC home game. Nobody wants to give up SEC home games. Oh, I hope BWL's right. So I would love to see it move next year. Which one? The Egg Bowl. Oh, really? 
Wouldn't you? You'd like to see it moved off Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I was trying to find a story that gave kind of the answer on why this is the case. Um, Started in 1998, by the way. They had an initial six-year contract from 98 to 2003. And then they have they didn't do it from 03 to 17, and they picked it back up in 17. And they've been doing it in 17 ever since. Keith Carter uh, gave positive remarks to it being on Thanksgiving back in 2019, but who knows if that was something that seemed just necessary because I don't I, I don't know, but I am reading his quotes. From the Clarion Ledger from 2019. Yes. He might like it. I don't know. I think when it's the only college game on the schedule, I think people are going to sit down after their lunch or early dinner and they're going to watch the game. I think it's being watched in California. It's being watched in New York, all across the country. Having that one game can showcase Ole Miss, our state, and the rivalry we have. That means a great deal. It's a quote from 2019. When did the NFL start playing the, the Thursday night game on Thanksgiving? They've always played Lions and Cowboys. Lions in the early window, Cowboys in the afternoon. When did they start the evening game? Yeah, whenever that was is when it should no longer have happened. Yes. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And I'll look for that as we're 
Yeah, I know as, we're, as we're talking. I know it's bad pie, but I'm, I'm kinda, trying to find the answer. I'm kind of searching for it as well. Yeah, so. so we'll we'll get there. While you're doing that, prom shrimp, promshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything from New Orleans-style barbecue to their signature. It's one of my favorites. It's a great garlic flavor. It is awesome for uh, lunch, great protein snacks, or you know, just feeding the kids. Got games, got stuff going on at night. Let Prom Shrimp help because they deliver directly to your door. They uh, can be ready in less than 10 minutes. Freezer to plate. You just pop it in, some boiling water. You're in the 10 minutes. It's ready to go no matter what full meals, full, full meals in a bag or flavor you are desiring there. That's code RG with Prime Shrimp. That's 25% off when you buy five pouches or more. Again, that's code RG at PrimeShrimp.com. Uh, we'll have picks up on uh, Thursday. They're brought to you by Service Specialist, Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, Service Specialist can help. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent, and if you decide to hire a candidate that they send, you've got nothing to lose. So give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138, or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Uh, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party, your uh, uh, company dinner, your festive party event. Fabulous food, great craft libations. They can host up to 200 guests at OPA. To learn more about booking or uh, catering, get in touch with Jeannie, 601-421-7147. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludicky can help. Um, He's a, he owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or at 404-973-9901. Podcast is brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. It's getting close to the end of 2023, so you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes. Call the foundation. They'll walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives. Whether it's the Vol Society or Empower, both initiatives give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign. So if you're working on estate planning, Call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation to discuss Forever Ole Miss. For information on both those things, that's 662-915-7159 or give to athletics.com. So it's 2006 is when it started. Um, They just had the two games, the Lions and the Cowboys, through 2005. In 2006, they started the primetime game. It was on NFL Network, however, um, for a large number of those seasons. It switched over to NBC with uh, Patriots-Jets in 2012. Okay. So it's been three games since 2012. Gotcha. On on a national on a major yeah. network. Yeah. That uh, if you remember, um, was the butt fumble game with Mark Sanchez. Oh the yes. Jets and the, and the yes. Patriots there in 2012. Yeah. So it stopped in 03, went until like 17. They picked a good time to stop it because that's when the NFL really picked it up on Thursday night. But since then, they have been head to head with uh with other games. Yes, 49ers Seahawks this year. 
It was Patriots Vikings last year. It was Bill Saints the year before. Bears Lions. No, sorry. Uh, I was going to say Lions would be earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was 2020 there wasn't one because of the COVID thing. That's what I got confused by. You couldn't play them. Right. Couldn't play those games. That's what I got confused by. Couldn't do it on Thanksgiving. Saints Falcons in 19 because I do remember that. That was the same night as the Egg Bowl. I recall that one. So the Saints did it two out of three years. Anyway. When was Mike Shula night? Was that 2017 or 2019? Was that the Breland Speaks night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. because the next day you and I went out to the country club to practice your golf game before that charity thing okay. to see what you would shoot with the the donations. Is that right? Yeah, because that's where it happened. I I was waiting on you, so we got up the next morning after that night. Cause we, we'd been drinking a little bit, decided we were going to have some fun, and. I got up the next morning. I was going out to the club. I was beating you there to make sure everything's set up to play a few holes and uh, and, and do that. And I picked up my phone, <laughs> and I was just kind of scrolling around. I was like, hey, so what's what's around the internet today? What are we doing? And I click over there, and it takes – I'm tired, but it takes like 15 seconds to process because the main photo was Mike Shula. And I was like, hold on. Like, I – I was baffled in a way I didn't have words for. And then you click and it's going college and pro sources. And I'm like, oh my God. And like my initial thought, it was like giving us credit, but in a weird, in a weird indirect way, I went, it was the perfect name. It was perfect because it is completely ludicrous. Because I can remember telling you, let's put Mike Shula on there. And you're like, we can't do that. I'm like, it'd be funny. No one's going to believe it. It would be funny because you needed something that was asinine, but like just <laughs> ju- ju- just a smidgen of enough of that, maybe. And I was like, we do it. We have it in alphabetical order, so let's. It's near the end. Let's just let's go with an S name. I didn't believe you when you told me. I, I was like, no way. And then so we had to come on and go. Hey guys, we made it up. <laughs> <laughs> People got mad that we made it up. Like, you're, oh, so you're mad at us for making it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was such the perfect name because at the time he was like the oc of the panthers is that right yeah he was like the panthers quarterbacks coach and something like that yeah we're like the why it makes sense well he went to the cotton bowl at alabama and he did this he and took alabama to 10 wins he got no support <laughs> college and pro sources i was like wow so that went up like at one in the morning. So sometime between one and seven, you talked to NFL people who confirmed that, yes, Mike Shula is a candidate for the Ole Miss job. Yeah. Ah, fun times. So that was 2017. That was, it the was 2017. Ole Miss won. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Because a couple of weeks later is when we did the golf thing. Ross, there's no way, Matt, right? No way? No, 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 no chance. I had this written down because Lane, he was asked and then answered. And then for some reason, he got asked again what he knew about Greg Knox. And he said he's never met the man. He has no idea. He does not know Greg Knox. Yeah. Uh, then he reiterated, because I don't know Greg Knox, I don't know what his tendencies are. Yeah. I, I what got about nothing. his tendencies? I don't know him. 
His actual quote was like, I got nothing, or that's all I got, or something. He gave some like one sentence. I don't know. I don't know him. Interesting career, though. He has been, he was with Tuberville mm-hmm. or Mullen mm-hmm. from 95 to 2021. He was on Tommy's first staff at Ole Miss. He went with Tommy to Auburn. Was at Auburn all the way through? The whole way through. And then immediately got hired by Mullen. Right. Stayed at, with him all the way through state, state and then went with him to Florida, to Florida and stayed all the way with him through Florida. Right. And now has come back to state after yes. a year at Buffalo. Yeah, that's right. You don't see that very often. 26 seasons with two coaches. No. At four places. Was considered a very good running backs coach. Uh, a very good recruiter, good organizer. And very clearly a good company man, if you will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's, you know, this is, hey, just. Keep it in the tracks. Yeah. He was the interim in 17. He was the interim when, did it, was he the interim last year when? Well, speaking of, he was state's interim that year. Yeah. For the bowl game after they fired Moorhead. Yes, no, that's correct. Or no. Mullen left prior to Moorhead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he stayed and coached the bowl game for state before he went with Mullen. That is correct. All right, can we get your explanation on the four-wheeler thing? Okay, the best I understand. Again, I haven't asked anybody. I've done zero. Because Greg Knox. Okay, wrote- Greg Knox rode a four-wheeler into the Mississippi State locker room, as we talked about on the podcast yesterday, and I prior think to the game safe, Saturday. a safe bet to say Lane didn't know that. Okay, well, we'll, I'll get there in a second. Okay. Knox wrote a four-wheeler in. Apparently, according to the message board, it was something related to Inky Johnson and some motivational thing. That's what he was playing off of. Okay, whatever. Again, I am I know I was making fun of Mississippi State yesterday, but I'm not necessarily making fun of Knox. You use what you got. I got no issues with Greg Knox at Whatever. All. Right, yeah, sure. sure. As Lane said, an interim coach is not changing X and O's. Just try to run some emotion and see what happens. That's, yeah. your, that's your one play, so play it. Just keep it in the... In the lines. Yeah. Yeah. So, question yesterday was, hey, Lane, kind of, I'm not verbatim, kind of off the wall here, but um, heard Knox drove a full wither through the locker room. Is everyone okay? Something along those lines was the question. And Lane, I honestly, I think Lane just showed humility and was just getting through the answer and what did had no desire to embarrass the reporter. I think I actually think he knew about Knox and just went, I'm not going to do that right now. I think, Oh, I, I, I did. I thought the Lane, reporter thought, I, I think again, I have not asked him to the best of my understanding, hearing it all. I think the reporter simply heard, Hey, Knox drove a full wither through the locker room didn't ask any follow-ups or look for it and thought Knox Kiffin instead of Greg Knox and simply thought his son did it. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Okay. And went, oh, oh, Knox did it. Lane is not, well, ha, 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 funny. Because I spent like 30 minutes searching because Knox Kiffin went to the Oregon game. Yeah, no, 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 no. And I went looking to see did did Knox Kiffin ride a four-wheeler through the Oregon locker room? That's what I was looking for. I was like, so no, conf- no, no, I was no, no. so the, confused. The reporter just heard Knox and mixed up Knox Kiffin and Greg Knox. I'm 99% sure. Again, haven't asked. Does that make sense? And I think Lane just decided, I'm, I'm okay, 
I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I don't have any thirst for making this more confusing as it already is. It's, We're it's just going to move it's on. It's been time to go. Let's just get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Lane was ready to go yesterday. Yeah. 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 Hey guys, I'm worried about the schedule. We're good. Okay, cool. Sweet. Peace. So that was my, yes. I, I do not believe Knox Kiffin was on a full wheeler at any point in the last week, at least not in a locker room setting. Yeah, I was so confused. I knew about Greg Knox. Yes. I think simply said, hey, Knox went through the locker room and he thought Knox Kiffin, not Greg Knox. Okay. And didn't, yeah. Does that make sense? You with me now? Uh, it, it makes as much sense as it can make. Yes. Okay. Did you know Knox when, at Auburn? or mm-hmm. Yeah, I've covered him for years at Auburn. Yeah. For all six years I was on the beat, he was there. Nona's a really good recruiter. I mean, mm-hmm. he'll get picked up somewhere fast. He'll be fine. Oh, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll, he'll land a gig. I mean, he, hell, he might be on this staff, depending on who the coach is. Oh, State. Right, right. Wouldn't Wouldn't surprise me at all. No, he's 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 good. He was typically you need that local guy who's been around a little bit, and he would make sense there. Mm-hmm. He was on that Auburn staff with uh, Terry Price and Hugh Nall and Don Dunn and Joe Witt and uh, I guess Joe Panunzio for a little while. Mm. Uh, it was um, Noel, Noel Mazzoni and then Bobby Petrino. Uh, Gene Chizik for a while was the defensive coordinator. He Tommy had some pretty good coaches. He had a good staff. They had a good they had a role in there for a while. It helped that Alabama wasn't rolling and that Georgia was just good. But he had he had a he had a pretty good run at Auburn. By the way, uh completely off topic here, but we were um we were right in a way. It was uh, Snoop Dogg moving into an ad for yes. his uh he was giving up smoke. He is now endorsing uh, solo stoves moving forward. They are smokeless um, bonfire cooking unit things, depending on how you would like to use them. Uh, so, yes, it was it was capitalism is Snoop's. Uh, I have no problem with that at all. Oh, whatever. Good yeah, for Snoop. It is, I'm pro-capitalism. My favorite part of that is that he could do something that nondescript, and he is so associated with marijuana. Mm-hmm. That there was no doubts on what we were all yeah. contemplating, at least on what that potentially meant at that point. Yeah. Because if I go, hey, if Neil goes, hey, I'm giving up smoke, I go, oh, so you're moving away from the, the that type of grill? That, that, that's okay. Just doing this instead? Like, I wouldn't think, hey, you're switching to gummies. That wouldn't be where my head went or right, anything. Right. I don't think at that point. What are all the uses of the solo stove, by the way? What do we do with this thing? You're 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 bringing up something I have no knowledge. You haven't of. dealt with these. I have not. Because I thought at first they were just bonfire type units, but apparently you can cook on them if you have the right adapters. Oh, really? I'm, yeah, I'm I'm learning on the fly there, but that's kind of the way I understand it. Yeah, I don't know. Know nothing about it. Ronnie Brown, Cadillac, and Brandon Jacobs in the same backfield. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and then had a kid from Florida named Trey Smith who had a huge Iron Bowl when those guys were all hurt. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The better version of the uh, um, 
Darren McFadden, Peyton Hillis, Felix Jones backfield that Nutt had at Arkansas one time. He's pretty damn talented when you had – And went eight and four. You go to a practice and see Carnell and Ronnie and Brandon Jacobs running third team. It's pretty impressive. Cadillac and Ronnie were both first-round picks for sure, but yeah. pretty high, in I would same, assume. In the same class. Ronnie to the Dolphins, uh-huh. Cadillac to the Bucks. That's correct. Is that correct? Yep. I always thought Ronnie was the best of the group, but everybody else was – Team Cadillac. I always thought Ronnie. Why did you think Ronnie was Because I just thought he was more versatile, bigger, more power back. I mean, Carnell could fly. Ronnie was just so powerful. I mean, if you remember that game here in 01, the one that Ernie Accorsi scouted and said, Eli Manning's my guy, mm-hmm. the reason Auburn won the game is because of Ronnie Brown. I don't recall much yeah, about that game was, at all. He was terrific. That was an O no two. O two. O two. That, that was, was the, the game Eli could have run in and didn't take off. That was a game where Gene Auburn Ch- won. Gene Chizik told me that Eli Manning was the best quarterback he'd ever prepared against. I remember thinking, really? He was emphatic about it. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't surrounded by a whole lot and just gave Auburn fits. Yeah, they Auburn won by like six or seven points. And I know at one point, Eli kind of had a lane to run down to kind of toward the goal line. I don't know if he do a pick or an incompletion or what, but didn't take off. And that was kind of what he always wanted back was that oh, that, yeah. that play Yeah, down there toward the end Could of the game. Could have scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to throw it to – it got intercepted. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember the throw, but that was the that was the move there. Um, You got uh, – you got Napoleon coming back on Thursday. You know? I know. Oh, yeah, for sure. You don't have time on Thursday, really. Not Thursday, but... Weekend? It could easily happen. Because you could get it in on the weekend before the portal opens on the 4th. Oh, God. Sorry. I guess I should have let you get through the holiday before I got there. Oh, my God. I'm sure it'll be a quiet portal. Ole Miss won't be very involved. There won't be a lot going on. It's cool. Well, the thing I hate about the portal... Every portal person is suddenly a target. Everyone. Yes. And then it's like they reached out. That's your favorite term. Yeah. It's it's 42 people get into the portal and there's other people writing 36 stories about why this guy would fit. It'd be like me writing a story. Why Shohei Otani fits the pirates. He fits. I can make a case for how Shohei Otani fits the Pirates. It's not going there. But I could write that story, and it would be technically accurate. <clears throat> yeah, that's the heads up on this, is that I'll go ahead and get out ahead of it. Thank you. Ole Miss is going to contact everyone who gets in the portal. So, As will everyone else. Yes, yeah, right. Right. So if you want to do the Ole Miss contacted Joe Schmo. So did Georgia and so Alabama and, Alabama and, 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 and Auburn and Pittsburgh and, and Temple and Arizona State and Colorado and 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 USC and Oregon and um, Texas and Texas A and M and Texas Tech Oklahoma Oklahoma State Arkansas Arkansas State because why not um, I mean you could do it with West anybody Virginia Maryland Boston College Kansas Clemson, Kansas South State everyone did it everyone contacted they're all putting out feelers on everyone so the contact them is not a story contact does not justify hey let's write a story about why this person would fit 
it, it's not really a story until the kid goes, yeah, I'm coming to visit. And at that point, it becomes, okay, well, this is someone we should look into now. But I'll get killed. You, you don't cover recruiting. You don't do a good job of covering recruiting. You don't do it because I wait until it actually has value to write about it. But that makes me a bad person. So I lose. And then people bring over the stuff from other sites. They said, this person's a fit. Okay, but right now, as of this moment, he's been in the portal for 12 hours and he has 50 offers. It's a little early to kind of synthesize this thing. Are we talking dollars? Is he visiting? Yes. One or the other. Yes. Because some may not visit, but that's fine. And two things are happening this year in the portal. It's called pre-portaling. And it's happening like mad. We've gotten that word coined now. Yes. Pre-portaling. I like to call it the tampering portal. Coaches are now just saying it's so common that it's just don't even call it tampering. Just call it pre-portaling. That's going on. It's kind of happening behind the scenes. And the other thing that's happening, you saw this at Arkansas yesterday with the announcement that Sam Pittman is staying. And Sam Pittman openly addressed, really for the first time, NIL. Because they've decided that, hey, you know what? Let's give you a bunch of NIL and see what happens. This is happening everywhere. NIL budgets all over are going up now. A lot of it's to retain your own players. A lot of it is to 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 make bids in the pre-portaling so that you can do things quickly. So the price on the price on portaling is out of control. And that's that's not a bad thing. I'm capitalist. Get all you can get. But like I said on the show on Saturday, there is a group of five center that I'm aware of who has at least a quarter of a million dollars bid right now. Group of five center. center. Not, not a tackle, left tackle. And not defensive end, not quarterback, not wide receiver. Center. Yeah, so if the centers at a group of five are getting 250, and that's the minimum, what in the hell are the others getting? And how much of that can you do? And so when you hear a school go, well, we've got $3 million in portal money. Well, big deal. You're the pirates. You well, can't do as much. Well, I mean, even last year, because you wrote the story and asked the kid. And look, he ended up being a damn good player for Ole Miss. He's been very key to them. But his stats in his previous career were pretty pedestrian. And Dejon Anthony had $150,000 offers as a defensive back out of Liberty that had like two career interceptions. 150. It was last year. Again, not harping on him, but random group of five defensive back. Good player. Yeah. So the prices are up even more this time. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I, I don't know. And so you still have the high school guys. And the high school, the four and five stars are pretty expensive players for the most part. So you have... It's it's just about budgets. I saw where, uh, to his credit, the coach at Nebraska, whose name always is Matt Rule, Matt Rule, came out yesterday and said, "You guys want top of the league results for middle of the league prices." I was like, "Whoa, not wrong," but you get into that sneaky thing where you're blaming the fans. Yeah, you're not. You're you're telling the truth. Yeah, and, but you're also blaming the fans, and you're not meaning to blame the fans, but you're blaming the fans. Hey, you guys, we, we, we need you to come to all these games. We're not going to a bowl, but we need to show up for the Iowa game Friday. Oh, and by the way, we need more money to buy players so that we can win games. 
I, I'm like you. I wonder at what point does that start rubbing people the wrong way where they're like, this isn't worth it. Yeah. And we're not there yet. And it'll be different in different environments and different fan bases. But next season, next season, not this season, because this season we're going to argue about whether the Citrus Bowl is better than the Fiesta Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl is better than the Cotton Bowl or whatever because it's stupid. doesn't matter. But next year, you either make the 12-team playoff or you don't. You either make it or you don't. If you make it, it's pretty successful. If you don't, a lot of people go, well, you know, you had a playoff budget. NFL teams, we judge success or failure by making the playoffs. There'll be 10 teams-ish that get into that realm. Because, look, there are going to be some teams that, yeah, sure, they can do the Pollyanna thing. But for the most part, they're not a playoff team. They know it. So they're probably still happy going to the Belt Bowl or the Texas Bowl or wherever the hell it is they're going. Gator. But those teams that finished like 13-22 – that went into the year going, hey, we're a top 25 team. You don't need a break or two, and you can get into that 12. You could do this or that. That's the ones where you go, mm, it's different because you didn't get into that top 12 versus, hey, if they end up in the Outback Bowl, they probably are still pretty happy with the season in a non-playoff system. Doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. Kind of what we're talking about now. Yeah. Finishing 13th and going to the Citrus next year will feel like hell to yeah. everyone. It'll feel like a total disaster. So the paradigm will shift. Well, if only 12 teams can make the playoffs, it's a lot of Power 5 teams not making the playoffs. And a lot of those, at those when those coaches are like, well, we didn't make it because we didn't buy enough. We didn't, you guys didn't give us enough money. Right. I don't know how well that's going to go over yeah. year over year. Yeah. Time to get those Christmas lights up if you haven't already. Look, if they're not up by now, you're either going to do them after this weekend or you don't really want to do it. So let them help. Still opportunities to let Heavenly Sunshine take care of it for you. They're beautiful. They're a lot of work. They'll take care of the hassle and do that work for you. Full-service installation, install, takedown. They'll even store the lights for you. Commercial-grade LEDs, 100% customizable to your home or business. They take care of the lights. We take care of the gifts. They've been serving the Mid-South and over Oxford for four decades. Full-service commercial and residential property maintenance, power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. HeavenlySunshine.com, 662-342-1203. We're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, so much offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings from beginner to advanced to competing in nationally recognized competitions. It's also a fantastic venue for uh, corporate outings or whatnot, so get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of, whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program? Riverland Roofing has you covered, home or business. As a GAF Master Elite Contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. And are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford's right next door to the Ole Miss campus, offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom homes, um, each with cottages, I should say, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. So don't break up the game. Grab your friends. Pick out your favorite floor plan. Reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com, collegetownoxford. This must be the place. Text their VIP list today to be the first to know when their leasing for fall 2024 is open, 
300-3733. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities, two packages. The Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So call the office for details. Get the best internet in Lafayette County, 662-238-3159. Podcast also brought to you by Tyson Drugs and GNM Pharmacy. Reminder that they have the uh, high-dose flu shots. They recommend those for anybody over 65. Most clinics typically give standard dose to all patients, so they recommend the 65-plus patients get a high-dose flu shot from them. They also have the uh, RSV vaccine for anyone who needs that. They give those by appointment only and make getting in and out super easy. Just give them a call to schedule, 662-236-2222 for GNM and Oxford or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly. Springs. Uh, let's see. NFL slate again. The Eagles knock off the Chiefs last night. Moved to nine and one on the season, winning the Kelsey Bowl, the Taylor Swift Bowl, all the stuff. Taylor was there, right? I think she's in like Rio or something, isn't she? I only watched the second half. I missed the first half, and I did not see her. Yesterday was the parents met for the first time. That was reported to be happening, but again, I never noticed any cut-ins in the game. I I didn't see the open, didn't see the first half. I turned it on like mid-third quarter, and I watched the rest of the game. Okay. Steelers fired Matt Canada, by the way. Saw that. He's had an interesting star fall. He has. Up and down over the the years. There was a time when people thought he was the next great genius. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, he was the dude. He was it. Gonna turn order on around. It's all gonna work. All the stuff. Taylor is in Brazil. Yeah. So she was not at Arrowhead. She had to cancel a tour date in Rio because they uh, had maybe a, like a water shortage or something. Somebody actually died either at or from the concert. Oh. They're having massive heat waves, and apparently there was a yeah there was a postponement of one of the concerts there. To the best of my knowledge, Hertz was good last night. Second half drives. Chiefs' yeah. defense was really good. The Eagles only had 238 total yards or something, yeah. but they got it done when it counted. They're good. I mean, they are the class of the NFC. And, um, have you watched uh, the Jason Kelsey movie? Movie? No. The documentary? No. What's it about? Just a year in his life, basically. Uh, is it good? It's pretty good. Do you watch it? I've watched some of it. I've started it. It's not JFKX, but it's good. You really are down on JFKX. It was so bad. You don't agree at all. That he faked his own death? No, I, I don't. I haven't watched the the doc. I Sorry. Don't, I don't. That it's anything other than the the standard definition of what happened is what I'm saying. You don't buy into any conspiracy theories. No, I didn't say that. I actually think that he was probably killed by the CIA. Okay. But you do believe Oswald was the lone shooter? Mm, not necessarily. Oh, you don't necessarily? Not anymore. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. I think the government has lost some... I think they've lost the benefit of the doubt over the last few years. Even dating back to the 60s now? Well, it makes you wonder. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you're capable of doing all these things, you're capable of doing that. Okay. Tomorrow's the 60th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. It is. I have not watched JFKX, so sorry. I, I don't have any knowledge of that at all. It, it's it's a. I saw Siski promoting it. It's a boilerplate 
documentary until they break out the premise, which is Kennedy faked his death using a blood splatter thing. Oh. Yeah. Not buying it. I, I, I'm not, no. Feels a little beyond. Well, that they killed J.D. Tippett because he looked like Kennedy. Oh. Put his body in the back of the car during the parade and then out on the freeway, switched them. Yeah, come on. It's a little much, right? Oh. Yeah. Your mind has to do some real If I'm gymnastics. accepting an alternate reality, that's not the one I'm probably going to. That's your brain has to start really stretching like a pretzel. Yeah, because I got questions. Got a lot of stuff that had to fit in to even make that. The number of people that would have had to been in on that and to never talk. That's the case for any of the explanations. In a lot of ways, except for the mob hit where the government knew there was a mob hit and just kind of let it be. Oh. The lack of security in Dallas is alarming when you consider how many threats had been on. That wasn't standard protocol just for the time period. No, because, well, no, because there was, there'd been threats in Florida. There'd been threats in Chicago. He'd canceled a trip to Chicago because of security threats. Kind of a lot there. After the Chiefs lost last night, the Ravens ascend at the top of the AFC standings. They would be the one seed and get that all-important bye. If the playoffs were to uh, begin right now, they don't, obviously. There are six weeks remaining in the regular season now that they play 17 games. But the Ravens would be the one seed. The Chiefs would host the Pittsburgh Steelers in round one. The Jacksonville Jaguars would host the Houston Texans in oh, round one. I'd watch that. Oh, you're in. Your boys. Long-time Texans fan. Just me and CJ. And the Dolphins would and host... And Laramie. I know Laramie. Yeah, yeah, And the Dolphins would host the Cleveland Browns. The Browns' defense is phenomenal. It is really good. Phenomenal. Yeah. They have now won games with... Who's their quarterback right now? That S- dude. Someone not named Deshaun Watson. And P.J. Walker this yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're talented on defense. Yeah, for sure. They're damn good. I can't remember who's playing quarterback for them right now. It's slipping my mind. I can't remember. I can go look it up real quick. Yeah, look it up. It's it's bothering me. I mean, somebody in the stream will tell us in like two seconds. Dorian Thompson Robinson. DTR. Oh, yeah. oh, DTR. They signed Flacco to the practice squad. Oh, yeah. I don't hate that. School's out. Alarm going off at 930. Yep. So, yeah, I, look. Jags Texans would be really fun. Sure. Trevor Lawrence, CJ Stroud. Oh, sign me up. Okay. Who would your Saints play? Come on. We are the winner, the leaders of the yeah, NFC you South. Make the right playoffs now. today. The Eagles would obviously have the bye, although they're only one game up on the Lions. Lions eight and two. The Lions would host the Minnesota Vikings in a very dud first round game. The San Francisco 49ers would host the Seattle Seahawks in a first-round game, and then New Orleans Saints, winners of the just rugged NFC South, mm-hmm. would host the Dallas Cowboys in Oof. round one. Big, I'd watch. We better put our big boy pants on, try to score a little bit, though. Better figure out a way to block number 11. Be problematic. He's a bit of an issue. 
the Packers are the first team out of the playoffs, but frankly, they're one and a half back. It's really sorting to starting to separate itself. Now that was a it's a horrid loss for the Vikings on Sunday. They yeah. had that game in hand and yeah. allowed Denver to come back and win. That was because they kind of they could have almost not sewn it up, but could have taken a huge step forward there to really get that thing done. They'd actually be the six right now had they won the game. Um, tells you how weak the NFC is. The Rams are tied for the first spot out right now. Jags, Jags, Texans play this week. Do they? Yeah, I don't, okay. even, I don't even know what the NFL schedule is. I've, I've, I've not even. And then the Falcons and the Bucks are only a game behind the Saints at four and six in the South. Five and five is winning the division. NFL schedule for this weekend. In case you're like me and you're starting to kind of wonder. Um, Thursday we've got Green Bay at Detroit. Washington at Dallas, rivalry games, and then uh, San Francisco at Seattle. So all three division rivalry games. The Friday game at 2 o'clock on Prime is Miami at the Jets. It's not a bad game. Jets, the only team this year to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Got uh, on Sunday, New Orleans at Atlanta. Key NFC South showdown (laughs) at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Pittsburgh at uh, Cincinnati. The uh, Panthers are at the uh, Titans. Tampa Bay is at Indianapolis. The Patriots are at uh, the Giants. Jacksonville goes to Houston, that game at noon. Then the 305 slate, Cleveland at Denver. Uh, the Chargers, but the Chargers, no, it's the Rams. Rams at uh, Arizona Cardinals. Kansas City is in Vegas to play the Raiders. Uh, Buffalo is at uh, Philadelphia. And then the 720 game, it's the uh, Chargers playing host to the Baltimore Ravens. And then the Monday night game, the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. Bears and Vikings. Bears and Vikings. See, that's why that that Vikings, that loss hurts too. You get the Bears this week. Could have really run that thing yeah. for a minute. Could have yeah. gotten to eight wins in two weeks and felt really good about things. I'm kind of pulling for Josh Dobbs. Yeah, Scotty, it's a complete NFL show today. That's why we did 50 minutes of Ole Miss at the beginning. Yeah, I've been talking about the NFL for like five minutes. Maybe. Time for our NBA segment. I mean, you could talk on the Thunder for a while right now if I opened you up. I have a feeling. Four, baby. I have a feeling that Ten we could four. get you going. Three teams in the NBA rank in the top 10 in both net offense and net defense. Would you like to guess who the three are? The Thunder, the Nuggets, mm-hmm. and the Celtics. There you go. Two of those teams rank in the net seven, top seven. The Nuggets and the Thunder. The Nuggets, no, the Celtics and the Thunder. Oh, how about that? Fair enough. How about that? Predicting. It was November 21st, but hey, you know what? Uh, Jerry says, how does a three-loss LSU team get ranked higher? I don't think they're ranked higher. The Citrus Bowl has the option, if it chooses to take three loss LSU over or three loss whoever over two loss whoever that's their that is their right they get the first pick of anyone they want after the access bowls but it can only be a team within one win of the highest win total team not selected to that point so yes if Ole Miss is 10 and 2 they could take any SEC team that has nine wins instead they could not take an eight win team and not take Ole Miss right they get one 
and they typically they the typically take the ten and two team. It, and, and again, it gives gonna, them an out if there's a team they've had like two years in a row and they go, can we just do something different? Here's the reason that I'm finding it difficult to get particularly worked up right now. You still think they end up in an access bowl? I still think that the committee, when they sit down next Saturday and the championship games get played. Because this is all played, TV crap until then. Yes. The championship games get played. At some point, all the emphasis is going to be, let's, hey, how do we do this four thing? Who's four? Who's two? Who's three? When they get done with that, Okay, now we got to figure the rest of this out for the 18-hour show we're about to do. At some point, they're going to look at the Fiesta Bowl, they're going to look at the Cotton Bowl, and they're going to look at the Peach Bowl and say, what do you want? The Orange is sort of determined. ACC versus the best remaining Big Ten SEC, right? Yeah, sure. But after that, I got to believe just because I just know how people work that they're going to say to the people from the Fiesta Bowl and the people from the Cotton Bowl and the people from the Peach Bowl, hey, what do you want? You don't think Gary Stokin's going to be asked, hey, what do you want? Not promising you'll get it, but what do you want? What's in the best interest of your bowl? And so if you're telling me that the Cotton Bowl says, okay, we got Texas. Who do we want against Texas? You know what? Let's do the SEC thing. Mm-hmm. I have a difficult time believing that the committee goes, nope, nope, nope. We can't fix this. Because I also got Kiffin, Sarkeesian. I got all that. Or if they go, no, we want Big Ten. Yeah. We want Penn State. So fix it where Penn State finishes ahead. They all have two losses. Okay. Okay. And I'll come back to the same thing when everybody goes, Oh, Miss Missouri, compare the resumes. I'm going to say, no, compare the resume to SMU or Tulane. That's the resume you should be worked up about. That one. It's not about Missouri. It's not about Penn State. It's about you should be worked up about that if you're going to get worked up about it. I do think, and again, we don't know until the final rankings. I don't really have a problem with the way they do all this TV drama because it just doesn't matter. But when the playoff gets here, and this does matter more, they do, as a committee, owe it to the sport mm-hmm. to rank them based off resume, not off polling. Because mm-hmm. right now they're ranking off polling. Yeah. This happened this week, and that mm-hmm. matters more than what happened in September, yeah. and they're yeah. doing a poll. They have a lot of recency bias. You can't do polls. Stop right. doing polls. Because what's also happening here is Mizzou got this huge bump up for Tennessee, and then Georgia just beat the hell out of Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee might not be ranked in the final poll. Right. But you what's, jumped on what's hurting Ole Miss with with Missouri is, is that back to back week thing. Bingo, that's it. Is that fair? I, probably not. But that's what it is. Missouri played them within nine points. It was a fourth quarter game. Ole Miss got smoked. Back to back, and the ability to get a big win the week after. Yeah, Missouri was able to beat Tennessee. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it was that. kind of blew them out. Yeah, and and. Ole Miss played ULM. That's my point. You, it was polling. Like it, it allows for the poll type basis of the way it works. Yeah. So, anyway. Now that we've gone through that, it's fun. Two days away. Egg Bowl, Thursday, 6.30. Post-game show here afterwards. Content, rebelgrove.com. In the meantime, again, reminder, that was Kiffin's only media op of the week yesterday. Is there a teleconference tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, is yeah, there? Okay. I think so. All right, so well, he'll he'll have that, but that's around noonish on Wednesdays always. 
but nonetheless. Uh, oh, by the way, the women uh, basketball team won the Battle for Atlantis tournament yesterday. They beat Michigan, which was an NCAA tournament team last year in the finals. So they have claimed Atlantis now. They won Atlantis, yes. Wow. They were able to plant the flag in will Atlantis. Will they play their games in Atlantis from here on forward, or will they? What, how's that work? Well, they have a very good record there, 3-0. and Yeah. Knocked off a ranked team well, or whatever they, they are. They battled for it. They did. And won it. Yes. Sponsored by Big Bad Big Boy Motors or Big Bad Motors or whatever that place is called. So they'll have a way to... Mowers? It's mo- mowers, right? Mowers. Not motors, mowers. So they'll have a way to like manicure the, the land. They will, Yes. Yeah, 60-49, yeah, awesome. I believe, something like that, over Michigan yesterday. They uh, knocked off Howard, Arizona, and Michigan down there for uh, that championship. So, anyway, that happened. Uh, all right, we'll be back with you on Wednesday, a final podcast, at least from the Oxford Exxon podcast, to get you ready for Thursday evening and Ole Miss and Mississippi State. So, take care. We'll talk to you then. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.